All right, you football-loving maniacs, we have a very special treat for you as we have an interview coming off of their impressive fourth-round win in the U.S. Open Cup over the Colorado Rapids. Mr. ABQ himself, Devin Sandoval, who's responsible for one of the two goals against Colorado and the first-ever goal in New Mexico United history. Mr. Devin Sandoval, all the way from Las Vegas. How are you doing today, sir? <laughs> I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And Devin Kerr is here as well. You know, Devin, uh, as we as we talked about before, I think a lot of fans are, are just really juiced up about your run in the Open Cup right now and, and taking down Colorado Rapids and penalties. Unbelievable game. Prater had the equalizer. Just tons and tons and tons of drama. Um, just for your money, what was it like being out there and, and being able to get that win and send New Mexico United into their uh, first ever round of 16? Yeah, it was it was definitely an incredible experience and a game that will stick with me for probably forever. First of all, the turnout of New Mexico United fans that we had was unbelievable and honestly felt like we, we were at home. Um, they were singing, they were chanting, and, you know, we could hear them and they, they definitely pushed us on um, in that game. So that was that was pretty special. And yeah, just all around from all the guys, everybody stepped up and it was, uh, it was a great performance. And you were able to get that first goal in, in the first couple of minutes. Santi Moar challenges um, Abubakar and is able to win that header, and you're just sitting right on the doorstep. First of all, did you think Santi was going to go ahead and win that header? And second of <laughs> all, you know, what was your reaction after scoring such an early goal? Yeah, I mean, if you look back at the game, like right from the start, we set the tone, and we had, leading up to that corner kick, we had like uh, over a minute of possession, and then... You know, Brucey went down the line, took the shot, almost had the goal. And so, you know, that was the perfect way to start the game. But, and then, you know, on the set piece, yeah, Sante ended up winning it, which it kind of did catch me by surprise, but I was anticipating it anyways. And yeah, just, you know, perfect way to start off the game and set the tone for us. Hey, Devin, Devin Kerr here. Question for you. Were you coming down the stretch? We weren't, I don't want to say we were critical of Troy, but with the shift that you guys put in, because you and Kev up top were just 100 miles an hour back and forth, always so impressive on the defensive side of the ball, the work rate you guys put in. Were you surprised that there weren't maybe more changes by coach down the stretch? Um, no, no. We, uh, you know, we kind of anticipated that you, know, you got to be ready to go, go the whole 120. And, you know, I thought the subs that he made came at the right time and, you know, they made an impact when they came on. So, um, yeah, you know, we never felt like we needed subs or, you know, that things needed to change. And, you know, when, when changes finally did come, like I said, they came at the right time and they gave us that, that extra boost when we needed it. And you guys talked about it with Tyler already. That opening, basically 20, 25 minutes was insane. I mean, the atmosphere was electric. You guys get the goal. You're out on the front foot. And... Connor's guys started to figure it out a little bit. You could really see the midfield of theirs starting to control things a bit more. What was the conversation like between you and coach and as well as the rest of the guys on the field as the, the momentum started to swing, at least in terms of possession back and forth? What was the message there? Um, I mean, we just needed to be more composed in, you know, in certain moments of the game and, uh, you know, just trust the process, trust their system. And, you know, I think it, you know, guys, Guys started getting into rhythm again, and you know I thought I, I really thought we did well, um, and I thought we you know we set the tone for most of the game. And Devin, you know, let's go to the penalty kicks. Um, just in terms of the, the conversation to be had, because it was a little bit different. Obviously, that you had the five that, that took them against Phoenix Rising, and you had a great game in, in that round as well. In the second round, coming on and scoring two goals as a substitute, but Josh wasn't there, so the so the order was already going to be changed up initially. 
Um, had you guys already decided in, in practices leading up to that? Did you know what your five was going to be? What was that conversation like in the huddle? No, we, uh, yeah, we, you know, we pretty much let, uh, let coach handle that. And, yeah, he, he set out the lineup in that last game against Phoenix um, or in our first Open Cup game against Phoenix. Kev ended up coming out. And I'm sure he would have taken a PK if he was in at that in that game. Um, so yeah, he just you know basically filled in for for Suggs and you know all of us you know Santi, Bees, me uh, you know we took him in that last one too. So we were we were prepared and we were ready. And let's talk about Kevon Prater for a second because he's just off to to an incredible start. Devin and I covered him a lot last year with Phoenix and. Um, you know, it just wasn't a great situation for him. Chris Cortez was having an unbe- unbelievable season last year. Didn't get a ton of playing time. Didn't necessarily get the delivery, maybe. Didn't work out for whatever reason. Now he comes here to a new team in New Mexico United, and he seems to be taking everything in stride. It, it more or less seems like any big goal that you haven't scored, he scored. And any big goal that he hasn't scored, it's been Santi. So, you know, can you talk a little bit about Freighter and maybe, you know, some things that, that we don't see necessarily, whether it be training habits, you know, his sort of, you know, cool-headed mentality in these big moments because it just seems like he's taking everything in stride right now. Yeah, I would say that, you know, he's definitely come a long way. You know, in 2016, he was part of the RSL system with the Monarchs um, when I was there as well. So, um, you know, I got, you know, the first time I got to meet Kev and, you know, to see how, how far he's come since then, uh, it's pretty pretty impressive. Um, but, you know, he's still, he knows it, that he's, he's got more in the tank and, um, his ceiling is super high, so you know he, he still has a lot of work to do. Um, but as far as his performance so far this year, like it's been uh, it's been pretty pretty cool to watch, and um, you know it's been fun playing with him. Um, and you know that goes for Santi, that goes for uh, for Weehan. You know, there's so many guys on our team that have that are really stepping up. Like I could go through every player in our roster and, you know, everybody's contributing. Um, and I think that also, you know, speaks about our culture and, you know, part of the reason why Kev is excelling so well, because the culture just, um, you know, it's, it's a great place to be. Um, but yeah. Devin, let's stay there for a second. Um, that's a conversation that has jumped off the page multiple times when we talked to coach, um, and kind of just the organization in general, let's talk about how you ended up there. You know, your first signing announced in June of last year, you had made your way to Atlanta. Kind of walk me through the process of halfway through the year, USL championship season in 2018. Why the decision to come to New Mexico? Obviously it's paying off, but just how did that end up? And what was that decision-making process like? Yeah, for me, it was, uh, you know, it was, it was pretty easy. Um, you know, Albuquerque is my home. New Mexico is my home. Um, and I wanted to be a part of this, regardless of how the team was run or, or anything. I wanted to be a part of it. Um, so when, when I got the, that call from Peter and we, you know, we started talking, um, yeah, it, it was just something that I needed to be a part of. Um, and you know, the timing was perfect. Like I, I just had my, my first child and, um, you know, the opportunity to come home and be around family. You know, I, I couldn't pass that up either. So, uh, for me, it was an easy decision. And, Devin, you know, the the way that the, the community has embraced New Mexico United, I mean, Devin and I are shocked. I, I can personally say I've never been out to New Mexico, so I don't 100% know what, what the football community is like out there. But when we've had conversations with Troy before, 
you know, we asked him what did he expect. You know, he said he had, he had talks with your owner, Pete Trevisani, and saying, you know, if we get seven or 8,000 fans a game, we're doing really well. And Pete basically just came back and said, that's not good enough. And you guys have more or less sold out every single game. You know, Devin and I were wowed by the Cinco de Mayo game against San Antonio FC, more than 15,000. I mean, what can you say about the community and just the way that they've embraced New Mexico United and in, in, in a town that I guess has been starving for professional soccer? Yeah, it's been, it's been amazing. Um, really has. And, you know, it's, yeah, like you said, it's been a city that, or a state that's been wanting a professional team for a long time. And, um, you know, I have to give that credit to Peter because he's doing it right. And he's getting, you know, he's hired the right people, the right, the right coaches. And, you know, everybody's on board. And, um, you know, we're all, getting out into the community and, you know, we really are, we really want to make a positive impact on the, on the community. Um, and, you know, I think we're, we're doing that. Um, but yeah, the support is, is unbelievable. Um, I think there's always, there's people have always wanted this. Like when I look back, you know, my youth career, like high school, when I was in high school, we had a couple of thousand people out, out of our state games and, in college, when we got to the tournament and to the tournament, we'd get like over seven thousand people to those games. So, you know, now it's it's actually a professional team, and you know we're we're doing it right, and people want to be there, and people are excited, and you know it's it's really cool to see everywhere you go, you see the New Mexico United logo. Um, so it's 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 definitely having a positive impact on the community. Just say, um, I want to circle back around to Open Cup one more time, Devin. Phenomenal run that you guys are on. It's funny because we were talking about it after the game where there's always going to be doubters and people will go, oh, they lost and now the wheels are going to come off and oh, this went wrong or whatever. And it, it seemed like not that that was going to happen, but it was like the stage was set. Okay, they're finally going to lose and MLS team takes it down. Not the case. Now an opportunity. You guys are on the road again, but you don't have to play at Toyota Stadium. You're playing at SMU at Westcott Field and now you're going to go take on FC Dallas next week. Talk about the conversations that are going on within the locker room for you guys, conversations with coach and just the overall expectations because you've had a lot of experience against teams in FC Dallas when you're at Real Salt Lake. I mean, to be honest, we, you know, we're not really focused on that right now. Um, we have tonight's game in Las Vegas and, you know, that's, that's the most important thing right now. Um, you know, we take, we take it one game at a time and, you know, after tonight, you know, we'll, we'll review this game and move forward and start preparing for Dallas. But, We'll say it is it is another big opportunity for us and you know, it's something that guys are, are looking forward to and you know, the the club, the, the people are really looking forward to, but you know, gotta stay focused on the present right now. So <laughs> Totally understandable, Devin. And I, I do have a quick question for you. So what the so the name of our podcast obviously is Three Honest Lads and the other honest lad that we have is a man that you're familiar with and Mr. Sam Stockley, who you overlapped with at the Carolina Rayhawks, if I'm not mistaken. And Austin Deleuze came on the show and we were having a bit of a laugh because it was right after you had scored the first ever goal for New Mexico United. And Sam and Austin recanted a story of how they were screwing around with the ball. I guess it was during warmups or training. And somebody said that they hit you in the back of the head as you guys were walking into the dressing room. Do you have any recollection of this? And did you give Sam Stockley the beating that I'm sure he deserved? I do, I do remember it. It was my first, it was 2014, and it was my first game on loan with, with the Railhawks, and it was like warm-up was just ending, and I was walking into the locker room, and yeah, somebody just hit me on the side of the head with the ball. 
but I was like, I was, I was just focused. I just, I just like kept walking. I didn't, you know, I didn't make a scene. I didn't even know who hit it. <laughs> well, well, the funny it. thing I, is, I, I just used it to get me mad. And I was like, I'll, I'll just take it out onto the field. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is that Sam had mentioned something. He was like, he was like, he never said anything to us, and he kept walking into the locker room. So both Stock and Deleuze were like afraid to go into the locker room afterwards because they thought that you were going to get the beating of a lifetime. <laughs> Well, now I now I know who did it, so I can I can give him beating. <laughs> there you go, there you go. <laughs> um, so uh, you know, just w- one more quick one. You know, while we're doing our, our our due diligence on you and 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 you know your history and everything like that, we we realize that this is this has been a massive week for for San Diego State athletics. I mean, you get your big win against the Colorado Rapids, and your boy Kawhi Leonard, who you spent 2009 with at the Aztecs. Um, ends up winning NBA Finals MVP and, and you know the six and six. Did you have any interaction with Kawhi when you were on campus? Yeah, I, I actually had class with him, like three or four classes with him because we we're you know we we're both freshmen that year. But I heard him talk like once the whole year. <laughs> <laughs> very quiet, very quiet. Uh, so that was that was my only interaction. I mean, saw him every day, but didn't really talk to him. Um, but yeah, I, I was definitely rooting for him. You know, it's pretty amazing what he's done up there. Yep, absolutely. Devin, we're going to let you go. We know that you got a game tonight. Best of luck against Las Vegas and obviously against FC Dallas in the fifth round of the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We appreciate it. All right, guys. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Devin. Thanks, Devin.